Welcome to the Soul of Islam Radio Podcast with Ahmed Saqalini and Hassan Alexander. The time for the Islamic Renaissance is now. May the peace, the mercy, the blessings, and the light of Allah be upon us all. My name is Ahmed and I am a physicist, a poet, and deeply committed to the reawakening of the human mind and heart through art, science, and spirituality. You can learn more about my work at my website ahmedsakmini.com. Ihsan is a spiritual coach committed to spiritual awakening within the Muslim community and beyond. He is the creator of several leading-edge coaching and online training programs designed to cultivate greater awareness, spirituality, and success. You can learn more at his website, ihsanalexander.com. And you are listening to the Soul of Islam radio podcast. It is a program dedicated to sharing the deeper dimension of Islam and supporting your personal growth and spiritual development. Again, I am Ahmed. And I'm excited, I'm happy, I'm thankful to be here with my good friend and brother Ihsan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. May the divine mercy and blessings and light of Allah Almighty be upon all of you out there listening to Soul of Islam Radio wherever you are in the world. And may Allah's light and guidance, protection, forgiveness and grace be with us as well. We're honored that you join us. We are thankful for your support. And we're looking forward to an amazing episode. Now, today's podcast is a controversial topic from both the secular and spiritual perspectives. Our society, our world, is set up in a way where it is conducive to the development of what is known as addiction. As seekers on the path, we are constantly faced with battles, challenges, and obstacles. And we know that a step forward is only real when overcoming these very struggles. Addiction is a real problem that our community and the entire human family is suffering from. We often go to the internet, medical doctors, and other resources to find a cure or a solution to this very problem. We find addiction to be real and serious when it comes to drugs, sex, gambling, and other soul-crushing substances, practices, and activities. Unfortunately, the problem became so massive and our understanding of the truth has diminished. We find ourselves with no imam, no scholar, or individual to guide us towards a real effective solution. Now, here at the Soul of Islam Radio, we are tuning in and are sending out an urgent call to everyone who is listening. We as seekers need to confront this issue and deal with the essence of this problem. If we expect our community to progress and move forward we must acknowledge the seriousness of the problem we are in. And so in this episode, we will take the opportunity to tackle this issue from a spiritual and Islamic perspective. We will attempt to chip away the walls that addiction hides behind so that we can find the root of the problem, the cause behind why it has plagued our human family and how to overcome it, inshallah. <laughs> Allahumma salli ala Sayyid Muhammad wa ala Sayyid Muhammad. 
Addictions are a serious problem for human beings. They drive us, they dictate our behavior, they keep us unconscious. When we are driven or governed by our addictions, we must realize, we must know that we are not free. When driven by our addictions, we are slaves to the self, the lower self, the mind and the body. Free will is only a possibility at that state. It's not a reality. All human beings struggle with addiction. It's part of being human. We would often choose otherwise if we could. Yet as long as our behavior and actions are dictated and determined by physical and psychological addictions, we are not free. We are not independent. And in that state, we are not happy, nor are we successful. In that state in which we are governed by our addictions, we are unconscious. We are enslaved to dunya and to the self. In that state, we are not truly realized in a state of Islam, where we are at peace, in harmony and in flow, and affirming with our actions and our tongues that indeed there is no God, nothing that we serve but Allah Almighty. Common addictions include addictions to food, entertainment, including music and video games, to sex and pornography, to substances such as alcohol, drugs, and other chemicals. There are more subtle and complex addictions as well, and these include addictions to pain and suffering, to hopelessness and despair, to fear and worry, even to self-hatred and self-loathing. It is part of human nature to struggle with addictions. We are all challenged with these lower-level desires, yet it is also part of our destiny to overcome and to transcend our addictions and our lower selves and to thus awaken to our true and divine potential. This struggle, this jihad, jihad in nafs, is the fuel for our spiritual development. In this episode of Soul of Islam Radio, you will learn how to transcend and overcome your addictions, how to attain true freedom, and how to realize your divine potential, and how to serve your greater divine purpose. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah Almighty, with the barakah of Rasulullah sallallahu guide our discussion to the greatest possible good and benefit. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala entrusted every human mind, every human soul with a divine jewel. He created every soul in a state of absolute freedom and bliss. This world is dynamic and temporary. The time we experience as we travel through the cosmos is finite and everything is traveling towards an event horizon for the inevitable experience of annihilation. Acknowledging this profound truth places a perspective clearing lens in front of the eye of the human mind. When looking through the lens, we are confronted with the reality and essence of our cosmic experience. We are merely visitors here. Our stay is not permanent. However, the self we identify with distorts our inner vision and persuades us into building attachments with the physical world. And one important reality to these attachments is clearly manifested through addiction. Addiction is a serious human problem. It is a direct attachment to the world. 
it leeches onto its host and drains its energy and takes away its light. Addiction veils itself behind so many forms and practices, and it begins its journey when it awakens through the human senses, through what we see, what we touch, smell, hear, and taste. Addiction feeds off and gains its strength off of the chemicals released in the brain. So anything that has the potential to trigger such chemical releases becomes fair game. Addiction can then develop through substances like drugs and alcohol, practices like gambling, sex, and pornography. And we are in a world where the human mind is completely surrounded by such substances and rituals. The human mind and heart are constantly bombarded with this stuff, and it's happening through the media, through the culture, and unfortunately through people we love and look up to. So the struggle to overcome addiction becomes a very difficult challenge for spiritually weak souls. And the problem of addiction is serious in both the secular and spiritual worlds. You know, when we look at it from a secular perspective, addiction is acknowledged. It is addressed across many platforms and treated through support groups, therapy, and medication. And we do hear of success stories. But what we don't hear is the post-addiction phase of these individuals. Because again, addiction can manifest through other forms. And the human mind can fall into the same trap the trap of addiction, again, without knowing it is addicted. So, really, the secular methods of dealing with addiction are essentially ineffective because they are methods that only deal with the physical aspect of the problem and a physical manifestation of the addiction. And not to mention, many of the treatments that are done through medication have had many severe side effects on the human brain. And so this is why we are asking the questions. What is addiction? Can addiction be conquered? And is there a safe and organic way to do it? And to answer these questions, we have to look at addiction from a spiritual perspective. We know we as seekers on the path know that the, human that the human being is body and soul. The human being has aspects that are zahir and batin, seen and unseen. And if we were to compare the human being to a tree, we see that a tree is a tree because it has hidden roots deep in the ground. And so a human being is human because he or she has a soul. And when it comes to dealing with any problem, to find a solution, one must go to the roots. And the roots of addiction are found beyond the physical layer. They are roots that extend beyond the physical aspect of our beings. In other words, addiction is a problem that is more spiritual than physical. So instead of dealing with a manifestation of addiction, such as with drugs or inappropriate images or films, one must deal with addiction itself. The human mind must find the roots 
of its addiction in its own soul. And before even thinking about how can one overcome addiction, one must be completely familiar with the reality of addiction and why does one become addicted. MashaAllah, very well said, Ahmed. Really, when we get down to it, the root of many of our problems are not just physical in nature, but really there are spiritual or emotional root causes. And it is always important. It's actually, in fact, the only true method of healing is to address any problem at its spiritual root cause. Now, before we can overcome or transcend or heal a problem or disorder in addiction, we must first admit and become aware that it actually exists. We must first admit that there is a problem. We must want to change consciously. We can learn much from the 12-step programs such as Alcoholics Anonymous, which have been remarkably successful in helping millions of people heal and overcome addictions, specifically the addiction to alcohol, which is really nothing but an addiction to unconsciousness. In reality, this is the only addiction. All addictions are escape, an attempt to escape into unconsciousness. But the healing process begins with admitting that there is a problem. It begins with accepting responsibility, with embracing personal responsibility, with the will, the intention, and the desire to make no more excuses, to stop casting blame outward. We can always improve. There are always elements and aspects of dunya and of self that can and must be transcended. First, we must bring to consciousness what must be transcended. What are you addicted to? Bring it to light. Often, this step alone goes a great length towards freedom. When we are free of attachment, the light of consciousness is often enough to dissolve or dispel darkness that otherwise hides within. Allah Almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Holy Quran, That when truth, when reality appears or arrives, batil, falsehood, is dispelled. For verily, batil, falsehood, is bound to perish. How does one overcome darkness? By simply bringing the light. Bring truth, and darkness will vanish. Second, it is essential, it's important to surrender to what is and to relax. Often, we can get caught in an endless struggle cycle with an addiction that may be destroying our lives, our health, our happiness, simply because we are fighting it, because we are hating it, because we are resisting it. We have to remember that we cannot change anything. We are weak. We were created in a state that is inherently weak. And Allah Almighty affirms this in the Quran, in Surah An-Nisa, where He subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, يُرِيدُ اللَّهُ أَيُّخَفِّفَ أَنْكُمْ وَخُلُقُ الْإِنسَانُ ضَعِيفًا Allah Almighty is saying that He, Allah, wants to support you, for mankind has been created weak. Herein is the key, the secret. Surrender to what is and seek the support of a higher power. What you resist shall persist. Your resistance energizes, it strengthens the very thing you want to transcend and become free from. Remember that Islam is surrender, internal spiritual surrender. It is a state of being, a state of internal peace, internal turmoil, which is the natural consequence of consciousness that is localized in the mind, keeps us trapped 
in the very state that by definition is based in addiction. Transcendence is the key. We must shift to an entirely new level of consciousness in which the addiction simply doesn't, cannot exist. In the movie The Matrix, Morpheus points to this possibility when he's training Neo. And Neo, not quite getting it, asks him, what are you trying to say? That I'll be fast enough to dodge bullets? And Morpheus says to him, when you're ready, you won't have to. It's impossible to change what your mind has made and makes real. Another teaching element is in the scene in which Neo is witnessing some of the other potential candidates for spiritual awakening. And there's a young girl there who is bending a spoon purely with her will. And she tells him, you cannot bend the spoon. Instead, try to realize the truth. Neo asks, what truth? And she says that there is no spoon. Seeing through the illusion of so-called reality, the world of form and appearance of dunya is the key. Dunya itself is the great veil. And shifting focus from dunya to akhira, from that which is based in time to that which is eternal, from falsehood to truth, from the self to Allah Almighty, is the key to transcendence. This is about shifting focus. Your focus determines your reality. What you focus on, you make real. Even quantum physics affirms this. And what is real to you, you become subservient to. Shift focus from form to formlessness, from matter to space, from content to emptiness, from dunya to the divine presence. Allah Almighty, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created you for Him and dunya for you. Dunya was created to serve you. Serve Allah. Focus on Allah Almighty. And this means focusing on Rasulullah, the messenger and representative of Allah. And dunya will be under your feet. You will be its master. However, if we chase our shadows, we will never catch it. And we will become enslaved to a mirage. Embrace what is good. Turn towards what is good. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Holy Quran that you are the best of people, the best of nations. You enjoy and you embrace. You turn towards what is good and you turn away from what is not. Your connection to Allah Almighty through the wasila of Rasulullah provides you the greatest flow of strength and divine support possible. Remember that Allah said He wants to support you. Turn towards Him that He may connect to Allah and divine support will reach you. And remember that the key to connection to Allah Almighty is the Messenger of Allah. Allah Himself says in the Holy Quran, And again, the root word for the word salah is connection. So Allah is saying He and the angels are making salawat or connecting to the Prophet Oh, you who believe, connect with the Messenger. The Messenger of Allah, Sayyidina Muhammad is the doorway. He is the bridge to the Divine Presence of Allah. This is why Allah sent him and why he is described as Rahmatan lil alameen, the mercy to the world, the mercy to creation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a Rahman and Rasulullah is the portal to that Rahmah, the portal to that mercy for creation. In seeking to overcome, to transcend addictions, first we must become aware of them. We must realize that we are subservient to a lower level of consciousness.
And then rather than resisting and fighting it internally, we must surrender to what is. Fighting what has already manifested is impossible. It's actually insane. We're fighting Qadr. It's already happened. Surrender internally. Relax internally. Find peace within. Connect to Allah. And we have the greatest opportunity, the greatest flow of support and power to overcome and transcend addiction itself. Turn towards and connect to the Divine Presence. Transcend dunya altogether. Immerse yourself. Embrace spirituality and spiritual development. Immerse yourself. Enjoy meditation, dhikr, knowledge and learning, association and suhbah, zuhud. Fall in love with the Messenger of Allah Shift your focus. Look upwards and you will ascend. Yet if we look towards dunya, we will sink. This is why they say when somebody's walking a tightrope or in a high place, don't look down. Because it increases the likelihood or the chance of falling. What you look towards, you move towards. Look away from dunya. And this is why Allah says in the Holy Quran, lower thy gaze. Lower thy gaze. Turn away from dunya. Look away from dunya. Look within. Do not let it become more real or more powerful over you. Develop your spiritual power, your potential, and rise above and transcend dunya. Bring the good and the bad will leave. Bring what is positive and light and negativity and darkness will be dispelled naturally. Stop trying to physically fight your addictions. Simply embrace the good. Bring the light. Whether that's good food, whether that's positive and beneficial knowledge, whether that is spiritual practice, simply embrace, bring what is good. And the darkness, the bottle, will naturally depart. Bring light and the desire for darkness and density will naturally dissipate. It will become undesirable. SubhanAllah, Brother Hassan, that's absolutely it. You know, what the mind makes real becomes impossible to fight against. And as seekers on the path, we must surrender. We must let go. We must let go of everything, including the delusions of the human mind. And behind every action, there is an intention. A seeker on the path towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can make the intention to walk and act upon that intention. But walking becomes very difficult and somewhat impossible for a seeker suffering from addiction. Addiction is a physical rope that we cannot see, a rope that ties us to the world and prevents us from making any progress spiritually, physically, and even mentally. And we often see that the battle against addiction begins with a series of intentions and failed attempts, hence why it is impossible. For example, one will tell himself, I will quit smoking cigarettes tomorrow. The next day comes and he breaks, gives in, and finds himself smoking again. And once he's done smoking, he's drowned in his own guilt for being so weak. The mind begins asking itself questions such as, why do I give in every time? Why can't I conquer this addiction? Why am I so weak? I have the intention and I am praying for help. Why are my prayers not answered? I need to conquer this. That's it. Tomorrow is a new day. A new intention is born and the cycle continues. 
And this is just the tip of the iceberg of the chaos and noise that go on inside of the mind. Addiction thrives off of a soul that is at a certain state, meaning that the human mind has to always be beneath the level of being free from addiction. Whenever we progress and take part in activities, rituals, and practices that enrich our bodies and souls, the addicted mind then pulls us back down into addiction. So we end up oscillating back and forth between those states. So becoming free from addiction requires a lot of energy, patience, and a lot of cultivation of light, really. To put this into perspective, let us imagine our planet, the Earth. It has a gravitational pull with a gravitational constant of around 9.81 meters per second squared. Now, a spaceship and the planet, planet Earth, are both physical objects. They're both made of matter. So naturally, there is a physical gravitational pull between them. And since the Earth is much larger, this spaceship will feel a much stronger gravitational pull from planet Earth. So if astronauts in a spaceship want to escape the gravitational pull of Earth, then they must be moving at the escape velocity, which is 7 miles per second. That's about 25,000 miles per hour. And that's a pretty large number. Now, many of us have seen NASA footage of the launch of spaceships and rockets into space, and we'll all have seen the amount of fuel required to do so, as well as the massive explosion and the trail of smoke the rockets leave behind after launch. But through the fire and smoke, the spaceship is always able to gain the energy and speed up to escape the gravitational pull of planet Earth. So, if this is possible for physical objects, then it is also possible on a spiritual level. We can think of the addiction as a gravitational pull the planet being the abyss of addiction, guilt, sloth, depression, anxiety, and everything that comes with being in such states. The spaceship is your body, and the astronaut is you. And you need to escape the pull of your own addiction. And the only way that escape is even possible is if you, the astronaut, train, cultivate the energy and the light needed to give you that speed and the patience to do it all. Most importantly, you have to believe that it is possible because anything with Allah is possible. Now, because everything follows the same patterns, rules, and laws, we can use analogies to give us a better understanding of concepts such as addiction. Allah wants to see His creation face the struggles overcome the battles of the journey and shine like a mirror reflecting his light. The intention can't just be an intention. It has to be pure and it has to be real. The intention has to be meant and felt through our entire beings. It has to ripple out from the soul and into the world so that the world 
feel the determination behind the intention. Allah's help is real, but it is also relative to how much help we are really asking for. And to say something is different than meaning something. So let us make that pure intention and let us be active in our awareness and our remembrance in introducing discipline into our lives. Because if we make a step forward to liberate ourselves, to transcend the gravity of our own addictions, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make a thousand steps towards us. It's important to realize that we have different potentialities, different possibilities within ourselves. There are different levels and states of consciousness. And each of these possess their own intelligence, their own needs, their own sustenance. The Holy Quran describes or presents a model for three main categories or levels of consciousness. Number one, nafsul amara. Number two, nafsul lawama. And number three, nafsul mutma'inna. In my work primarily with the Islamic meditation and eternal warrior way programs, I simplify this model into just simply level one, level two, and level three state consciousness. Level one corresponds with the gut, level two with the mind, and level three with the heart. Thus, level one is the physical, level two the psychological, and level three the spiritual. You'll notice that these correspond to the three major categories of development within Al-Islam. The state of Islam, the state of Iman, and the state of Ihsan, Maqam al-Ihsan. Islam being our actions, the physical, Iman being our thoughts and beliefs, the psychological, and Ihsan being the spiritual realization of truth, the spiritual dimension. All of Islam is to move a human being forward to higher states of consciousness, being, and awareness. Islam is about evolution, the evolution of you, the evolution of your being. Each of these levels of consciousness, which are literally localizations of consciousness, either in the gut, or in the brain, or in the heart, they correspond to different states of existence. Number one, the animal. Number two, man. And number three, the angelic, or what we may call the human, the true human, human. Each of these states have their own desires, their needs, and their appetites. Gut-level consciousness has physical needs for food, for drink, for procreation, for rest. Mind has psychological needs for approval, acceptance, its concept of security and safety, love, and so on. And the spirit has its food, its need. And the need of the spirit, the sustenance of the spirit is light. It's worship. At spirit-based consciousness, soul-based consciousness, or heart-based consciousness, transcendent consciousness, ibadah becomes your substance. It becomes your need. It becomes your food. Spirituality and worship, the presence of Allah, becomes your desire. This is when the nafs, our steed, becomes a barak, a winged steed, carrying us to the divine presence. This is, where, this is where our love for ibadah becomes real. And this was the station, this was the reality of the Prophet ﷺ and the Sahaba who sought worship, who found peace and joy in ibadah. 
to truly transcend addiction, which is the reality for consciousness that is based in the body, in the gut, and in the mind. We must transcend the body and the mind. We must connect with spirituality, and this is the secret. By cultivating our spirituality, our being changes, our needs and desires change. We transcend the problem. We begin to operate and exist in a world and in a reality where the problem simply doesn't exist. And the secret to spirituality is the hearts of the spiritual. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah At-Tawbah, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu taqullahu wa kunu ma'as-sadiqeen O you who believe, be with the sincere, be with the truthful. Beginning with the Prophet sallallahu then Sayyidina Abu Bakr, then Sayyiduna Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiyallahu anhu. And to this day the inheritors of this prophetic secret. The more that we shift our focus from dunya to the divine presence, the greater power we develop over our own beings. Remember, when we are away from Allah, when we are disconnected from Allah's divine presence and light, we become subservient to dunya, to darkness, to shadow. Yet the more that we are connected to the Prophet to Allah Almighty, we are strengthened with divine support. As Ahmad said, when we take a step towards Allah, Allah takes the next ten towards us. When we move towards Allah walking, Allah Almighty comes towards us running. Of course, this is metaphorical. The meaning being that when we move towards Allah, Allah will carry us, support us, strengthen us over dunya. Remember, you were not created for dunya. You were created for akhirah. And the Prophet ﷺ said, be in this world as a traveler who stops only long enough to take a short rest and keeps moving. Don't let your gaze, your focus fall and become fixated upon dunya. Should that happen or as that happens, we fall. Rise. Rise to your potential. Rise to your spiritual reality. Rise towards the heavens and towards the divine presence of Allah. Connect with Rasulullah Connect with the Siddiqeen, the sincere, the truthful. You will be supported. The path will become easy and you will be blessed. Remember, we cannot overcome ourselves by ourselves. We are weak. We need divine support. We need the barakah and the way of the Prophet Now, when it comes to overcoming addiction, we have to believe that overcoming it is possible. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is merciful and He created a cure for every disease, a solution to every problem, and an exit for every entrance. This is His way. Allah also created the human self. And as Brother Hassan mentioned the different stages of the self, there's this one particular stage of interest which is known as al-nafsullawama, the blameworthy self, which is the second level. Al-nafsullawama is also mentioned in Surat Al-Qiyamah. And in this stage, we find ourselves to blame everything around us from the people, the world, and the circumstances. But subhanAllah, there is a positive thing to this blame or the self. Blaming can be used to begin conquering addiction. Now, I know you might be asking yourself, how can one gain anything from blaming someone or something? 
Aren't we supposed to turn away from the act of blaming as seekers on the path? And the answer is both yes and no. Now, there's always someone or something behind a problem, no matter how big or small the problem is. To begin conquering addiction, yes, we have to let go of blaming everything and everyone around us, but not let go of the very act of blaming. And so, who and what do we blame? And subhanAllah, the answer lies in the reflection we see in the mirror. The one behind our addiction is no other than ourselves. So we have to commit to a daily practice of seeing this person who is responsible for the addiction we are in. We have to do this every day. We have to see ourselves. And let me repeat that. We have to see ourselves. This might seem a little abstract or hard to understand, but you have to be able to see who you are blaming so that you are able to conquer that individual. Now, this might be analogous to an astral or an out-of-body experience when you are at a point where you can actually see yourself from the outside of your own body. But that's not what I'm saying. Because the out-of-body experience that I'm talking about happens in your own mind. See yourself for who you really are. Talk to yourself as if you are talking to another person. Tell the self, enough is enough. I've had it with you. You cannot control me anymore. And when you begin to commit to doing this practice every single day, you will realize how powerful it is to acknowledge that yourself is the cause behind your own addiction. Now, it can become very easy to hate yourself and want to hurt yourself for the mess that you are in. And if you do, then you will have fallen into a trap and the self will have fooled you again. Because the self has many masks it can wear. Meaning, the self you want to blame can wear a mask that will make you hate it and want to hurt it only to drag you down into another hole. So what you have to do is acknowledge that you are a seeker on the path towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have to acknowledge that Allah created and gave you the self, the nafs, the mind for a reason. And that reason is that is so that you can use the self to ride and ascend towards and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have to acknowledge that you need the self to reach Allah. Your nafs is your horse. You need to show it who's boss. You need to break it into submission so that it obeys your command. You need to train it every day. Be aware so that it doesn't slip into states of sloth or forgetfulness. Yourself is your ticket to reality. You need yourself to find yourself. And without control over yourself, you will never reach the divine in you. And when you do, through patience, persistence, and discipline, you will turn yourself from a horse to a pegasus, a buraq, that you can fly and ascend to Allah. And I repeat... We are merely visitors here. Our stay is not permanent. 
We are experiencing the cosmos for a short period of time, so the attachments in the form of addictions will only hinder our progress and even take away from us the chance of experiencing our real potential. We are here not to be addicts to our desires. We are here to be free, to be in control of the self. And that is only done through a real surrender to Allah. And to be in control of the self means that Allah is in control of you. At the core of this shift from subservience to addiction and freedom and true servanthood to Allah Almighty is a shift in identity. It's a shift in self-image. When we look at the Prophet when we look at the Sahaba, when we look at Awliyaullah, we see a new possibility, a more attractive possibility. And by shifting our focus and our gaze towards that, towards light, towards spirituality, we shift our internal gaze, our internal focus from a self that is rooted and based, subservient to the world and its density, to a being that is a spiritual realization of divine potential. May Allah Almighty support you, make your path easy, give you strength and power upon your path and in your growth and in your development. May Allah Almighty strengthen all of our connections to His Messenger, Rasulullah La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah This is the eternal truth from the beginning of time till the end of time. May our light and our love for Rasulullah continually grow. May our light and our love for Allah's Divine Presence continually grow. And our love for worship in Ibadah, for presence in Allah's Presence continually grow and consume our consciousness. Inshallah, may we reach to Muqam al-Ihsan and again become what the Messenger intended, what Allah Almighty intended when He revealed to us Al-Islam, which is nothing but the perfection of the human being, the realization of your human potential, the greatest possibility for us as human beings. And may our Ummah again rise to a position of leadership in spirituality and in spiritual enlightenment. We at Soul of Islam Radio thank you for listening and we thank you for your support. We are working for an Islamic renaissance, an awakening within our community, and nothing can be more necessary. You can help us by supporting Soul of Islam Radio, and that includes subscribing on iTunes, Inshallah, if you enjoy this program, leave us a positive review. This will help other people find the show and the program. Sharing on social media with your friends and loved ones. And by supporting us by making a donation as well at soulofislamradio.com. If you value this type of programming and would like to see more of it in the future from us and from others, support it financially. Put your energy towards this type of work so that it can increase in the world, that the light of Islam can increase in the world. We deeply and humbly appreciate any support you can give, whether a one-time donation or if you can become a monthly donor, donating 10 or $20 per month to help keep this program growing 
and alive. May Allah Almighty bless you and support you and guide us all to his divine will and to our divine destiny. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. My brother Ahsan and I want to extend our thanks, our love, our appreciation to the listeners and supporters of Soul of Islam Radio. Inshallah, this is only the beginning. This is the beginning of an Islamic renaissance, a beginning of something new, a beginning that will lead us, inshallah, to openings, openings of beauty, openings of awareness, openings that will lead us to a shift in the consciousness of the Muslim and the human community. And this brings us to the end of yet another episode. Alhamdulillah wa shukrullah for his inspiration, for his guidance, for leading us on the way. Please continue supporting the Soul of Islam radio by liking us on Facebook and subscribing to this podcast on iTunes. Visit Soul of Islam radio to learn more about this podcast and or to make donations, inshallah. And with that, may the peace, the mercy, the blessings and the light of Allah be upon us all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.